0: You're listening to Grace and Truth for Today, a ministry of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Born out of a desire to connect with our church family during the coronavirus pandemic, Grace and Truth for Today exists to highlight the need for a fullness of grace and truth in the lives of believers and to encourage you in your daily walk with God. For more information about Cleveland Baptist Church, please visit clevelandbaptist.org. Now here's Pastor Pete with Grace and Truth for Today.
1: Good morning and welcome to Grace and Truth for today. It is Thursday, May the 14th. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, We are this week in the 8th chapter of the book of Genesis, the very first book of our Bible, and we're considering uh, a man that we all know of, his name is Noah, and his family who spent, according to what we discovered on Tuesday, more than a year in quarantine on the ark. Uh, Most of us uh, think of the ark and that experience and we understand that the floodwaters came for 40 days and 40 nights. But in reality, uh, Noah and his family and the animals that were there with him on the ark spent a year uh, in that particular vessel uh, before they were able to come off and to begin to resume uh, normal life and activities on dry ground like they had enjoyed before. And so we're considering Noah and his family as they emerged from the ark. And I, I, want, us to, uh, I want us to consider today Noah's altar. The Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 20, And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. I, I want to ask this question as we're getting started. What is the first place that you want to go when this quarantine is officially over. I mean, when when life returns to normal, everything is open again, sporting events, uh, malls, uh, amusement parks, restaurants, uh, whatever your favorite uh, element that you enjoy um, as far as entertainment is concerned, (laughs) where's the first place that you're going to go? Uh, There have been so many disappointments during this time, things that perhaps we had planned on doing, but we weren't able to. Uh, I was scheduled to preach in Florida uh, in late March, and we had a whole week of spring break planned with our family. We had a home rented not far from uh, the beaches there of, of Florida, and we were looking to go down there and spend time together as a family in a beautiful home, not far from, again, the Gulf of Mexico. And all of that came to a screeching halt, and uh, other trips that we had planned and different things that we were going to do. Uh, I'm thinking of, again, vacations that have been delayed or canceled during this time. I'm thinking of graduations. Uh, Some of you that were looking forward to uh, getting a diploma and graduating or a degree, you'll still earn those things. But graduation day is going to look a whole lot different than what you had anticipated and what you have dreamed in your mind it was going to look like. Uh, I, I'm thinking of birthday parties and celebrations, anniversaries, in which uh, people had put a lot of time and effort into planning a specific uh, celebration of a specific event uh, that, uh, that's not going to happen. And so when this, when this quarantine is lifted, I, I'm imagining many people are going to want to go and do those things that they weren't able to do during this time. And I get all of that. Um, Again, I've heard people talk about which restaurant uh, they're going to visit first uh, when the restaurants reopen. uh, Which store, which shopping mall, which uh, place uh, they're going to go and spend their money that they weren't able to do so during this time of quarantine. But did you know that the very first thing, the very first thing that Noah did when he came out of his quarantine, which was more than a year, probably a whole lot longer than ours is going to last, The very first thing that Noah did was build an altar and offer sacrifices on this altar. Imagine all of the things that Noah needed to do after coming out of an ark for more than a year. And yet, the first thing Noah did, according to Scripture, is to build an altar. Well, I think there's some important lessons that we can learn from uh, Noah's uh, Noah's act here. And I, I want us to walk through the three of them in, in particular. Uh, things, again, lessons that we learn about Noah's sacrifice. Number one, I want to say this, that for Noah, this sacrifice, this altar and the building of it was a priority. It was a priority. You know, there were many things that needed to be done, no doubt. We've already touched on this. But this altar and this sacrifice came first. This was number one. There was nothing in Noah's mind that was more important than doing this. I'm thinking that Noah about the fact that Noah needed to build a home, and yet he built an altar first. Noah needed to plant a field in and in a garden, and yet he built an altar first. And Noah probably wanted to run. He probably wanted to climb a tree. He probably wanted to you know take a bath and jump in a big body of water. And yet, and yet, this altar and the building of it and the offering of this sacrifice was the priority. You know, I'm thinking to myself that to many Christians today, the worship of God is only done when it is convenient for us. In other words, we'll we'll go to church, we'll worship God, we'll give an offering, as long as it it works out in our favor, as long as we uh, as as it as it's convenient for us. You know, the whole modern church movement and the whole modern worship movement is predicated upon convenience. Uh, about satisfying us and making us feel good and doing it in a, in a time frame and a schedule that works for us. And yet Noah's offering, his sacrifice, his worship, listen, it was not convenient. But they were, these things were a priority for him. Therefore, they were accomplished first. Well, what an incredible lesson that we learn uh, by Noah's altar. Now, the sacrifice that he gave and the building of this altar This is the first thing that he did uh, coming off of this time of quarantine. But notice, not only was his altar and his sacrifice, it was a priority, but notice, secondly, it was expensive. It was expensive. Noah, now think about this. Noah went into the ark with his family. There were eight of them, he and his wife. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and they had three wives. So there were eight total that went into this ark. And then he took with him, the Bible says, two of every kind of animal, male and female. We would presume, of every kind of animal, and 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 so this is all that is alive on planet Earth, all right? That enter into this, enter into this ark, and and so and so we discover here what what Noah took with him into the ark, and because certainly they were on the ark for more than a year, it would be I think assumed um, that probably there were some children born to. Noah's to Noah's children uh, during this time. So Noah more than likely became a grandfather uh, on this ark. And we would also assume that perhaps the animals also mated while they were on the ark, and they had little animals that were born to them as well. And so we certainly understand that coming off of the ark was more than that which went on, went on to the ark, but we also understand that they're in comparison to the fact that every other individual being every other animal every other human had been destroyed uh, in this uh, in this flood (laughs) all that came off of the ark was all that was going to be uh, available to left to repopulate the earth and yet listen think about this with so few left behind and the rest of the world destroyed it became an act of faith of extreme faith for Noah to offer any sacrifices whatsoever after this time because of, again, each animal was precious and valuable to them. I think to myself that David also, and we find evidence of David refusing to offer a sacrifice that was cheap or that was free. We see that in 2 Samuel 24 and verse number 24 where he says, I, I, will, not, I will not offer to God something that didn't cost me anything. And with, with these thoughts in mind of how few animals were left in the world at this point in time, it was a listen a sacrifice it was extreme generosity it was extreme extravagance in noah and his giving for him to have offered a sacrifice knowing there were so few animals left on the world in the world at this point in time and so we see that noah's sacrifice it was a priority we see that it was expensive but notice finally it was blessed the bible says in verse 21 and the lord smelled a sweet savor in chapter 9 and verse number 1, the Bible says, And God blessed Noah and his sons. You know, God saw Noah's act of faith and, and the priority in which it was to him, and he was pleased with it. The Bible says that he smelled as a sweet savor the sacrifice that Noah offered. And God blessed us, and God blessed Noah abundantly because of Noah's faith, because of Noah's obedience, and because of Noah's sacrifice. Now listen, while you and I, while we might do many things coming out of this time, can I say that worship and giving are sure to invite God's blessings into our life, into our homes, and into our families. Therefore, therefore, they should be some of the first things that we do as we come out of this time of quarantine. Hey listen, the church house is going to be open this Sunday. I'm hoping that I'll see many of you who feel comfortable enough and feel like it's safe enough to come. I'm praying that you'll come and that you'll worship and that you'll continue to do so. I believe God's gotten a hold of the hearts of some people during this time who perhaps maybe church wasn't a priority. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, commitment or value in their minds towards church attendance. And yet there is now, I'm praying that that will continue and that it will be one of the first things that you and I do as we begin to resume life and come out from this time of quarantine. Father, thank you again for this time. We pray, Lord, that you would, uh, Lord, drive these truths home in our hearts and our lives. Lord, may we be... People who, Lord, make your worship and even giving to your work, may we make that a priority in our lives. May we give extravagantly. May we not just give of our financial resources, but may we give of our whole lives. May we be those living sacrifices spoken of in Romans chapter number 12. And Lord, we know that as we live our lives in this way, we know that it invites the very blessings of God upon our lives, upon our homes, and upon our families. And so, Lord, as we begin to resume life, help us to be people of faith, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I took opportunity to record this uh, podcast today uh, in, our, uh, in our sound room, in our radio room, and uh, I did that because I wanted to pay tribute to the men and the women who have so faithfully served during this time of quarantine. Most folks have stayed away from the church, but there have been folks that have had to be here each and every service. And I want to thank my assistant, uh, Miss Caitlin Brown, uh, for her dedication, uh, Miss uh, Christina Primo, even my own two daughters have helped during this time, Brother Caleb Blanchard, uh, Brother Larry, who oversees uh, our sound on Sunday mornings and and is available a lot on Wednesday nights as well, and uh, many, many others who have worked behind the scenes to make sure uh, that we're able to get this content out to you, whether it be, again, this podcast, or whether it be uh, the weekly services, the regular meetings of the Cleveland Baptist Church. Hey, I want you to know I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful uh, that you made this a priority, and uh, we're willing to come Uh, in a time in which it was a little difficult and a little unusual. I appreciate you very much. Hey, thanks for taking a few moments to tune in. If this has been a blessing to you, uh, let me encourage you to share it with others uh, that others might hear and be blessed by it as well. Thanks again for tuning in to Grace and Truth for Today.
0: Thank you for listening to Grace and Truth for Today. If this podcast has been helpful to you, take a moment to share it with others by offering a rating and review. Grace and Truth for Today is a production of Cleveland Baptist Church and Pastor Peter Folger. Cleveland Baptist Church is located at 4431 Tiedemann Road in Brooklyn, Ohio. We invite you to visit our website at www.clevelandbaptist.org, and we would love to see you soon.